Smell that? I do. Smells like it's time for another episode of the North South Podcast. Let's go. What it do? That was wow. That was I'm way too white to do that. What's up, guys? It's Jacobson to shorts. Are you keeping that in? Oh, of course I'm going to. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. This will not be edited out. What's going on, guys? Another episode of North South Podcast. We're so excited to be back here. With another week. Uh, I'm doing well. Jacobs, how are you? I'm delightful, man. We're good. I have... Uh, just enjoying our weekend. School's we ended. A couple visitors uh, in the uh, Long Jacobs residence. Two, uh, two doggos for the week. So we... Along with Luke. And Leia. Oh, we, cur- we currently have four dogs in the house. That uh, That's a lot. Yeah, how many people live in that house? I know. So with the four dogs, we have myself. Well, two normally and four right now. So myself, my father, my stepmother. Shout out. Ray and Amanda. My brother, Garrett. Shout out, Garrett. And my grandmother. So uh, we got a full house. That's that's nine. Nine. What nine would you call, yeah, nine beings. Nine beings in the house right now. Yeah, nine nine mammals. Nine, man- <laughs> nine mammals. We have nine mammals in the house right now. It's a lot. House of Jacobs. The what? House of Jacobs. Yeah. Well, it's Dad's house, and they're yeah, long. yeah. That's all right. I'm I'm Jacobs. I'm I'm the I'm the uh, the lone Jacobs in the house. Hope, hopefully, hopefully, none of the dogs bite your hand like Max Scherzer. Oh my gosh! Don't get me started on that. Uh, non story. My ass. <laughs> Your dog bit your hand. I don't care if baseball or not. That's a story, bro. Of course. Your dog bit your hand. We're talking about it. That's another thing to talk about. Phillies uh, fired Joe Girardi. Yeah, we can just start right into that. Um, Even, I mean, that's a national story. That's not even a Philly story. It's all over the place. The expectations of this team. You know, we've talked about this off the pod. And on the pot as well. They're just, they're high. And as they should be. It's one of the highest payrolls in all of baseball. You have the reigning National League MVP, Bryce Harper. You have a reigning top three. I want to say he finished second in the Cy Young and Zach Wheeler. You have a very potent offense. 
and a decent enough pitching staff. It's better than it has been in the past I, couple of seasons. We, we talked about it earlier. That starting rotation, Wheeler, Eflin, uh, Nola, Kyle Gibson looked good at the beginning of the season. Obviously, today he got pulled out uh, at, in the fourth inning, was it? Yeah, I think it was a five-run fourth for the Angels, and they pulled him. And Ranger Suarez. Ranger Suarez started off as a relief pitcher last year. Nobody really knew who he was, and he ended up becoming a starter. worked his way through. And I really like Ranger. He's looking really good. But obviously, it's just the lingering bullpen and the dud of an offense. Yeah, and that's the thing. When you're paying the money you're paying for the offense that you're expecting, everybody even said this team is very much only going to go as far as the offense goes. Because even when you have good pitching, in today's game, you have to have an offense. And on paper, the Phillies have a very good offense. Probably a top 10 offense, in my opinion, in all of baseball. And they have shit the bed, and they've not performed that way this season. And they've shown flashes, and they looked really good against the Angels this weekend. They're most likely, you know, we're actually recording a little earlier today. It's just about 5 o'clock here on Sunday. Bottom eight. Bases are loaded, one out. Okay, so it's 6-2 to two right now. The shorts will give you some updates as it happens. Absolutely. We'll okay. get live reactions. You'll I'll, put, know I'll put on GameCast right now for you guys. Yes. So, it, it's a big deal, okay? Rob Thompson, it's it's like a bittersweet moment for him. The bench coach named interim manager, very, very close friend of Joe Girardi, was with him for many years with the Yankees, was actually brought in, I believe, before Joe was here in Philly, if I'm not mistaken before they hired Joe as the manager. And you know what? Declan and I have talked about this. We've talked about it with Whittle and in the last couple of days since the firing. We like Joe Girardi as a person, and he's very bright. He's a very smart baseball mind. And for all intents and purposes, he seems like a really cool dude and a really good guy. Great analyst, and I hope he goes back to it. I would love to. He is phenomenal on MLB Network. He is so good at what he does. And... I don't believe it is his fault the bats have not been hitting and the team has not been winning. Of course, and, and the 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 players know that. Uh, I think we, we talked about this, like you said, when they heard about the news of Joe Girardi getting fired, they looked at themselves in the mirror and they went, you know, we know that it's our fault that Joe Girardi isn't here anymore. And I, I think they knew that. Absolutely. I think that that 10-0 win against the Angels ended up, you know, waking them up. And then they won 7-2. Obviously, like we said, they're down 6-2 right now. Base is loaded. But you're not going to go 162-0. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Of course. And the Angels have lost 10 in a row now. And they're a very good team. They're due for a win. They're not going to lose every game of the season as well. So you get to a point where they somebody had to fall on the sword. Unfortunately, it was Joe. And... Hopefully that's what the team needs. And Dave Dombrowski, the I don't know the GM president. What I think Sam Fold is the GM. So the pre, I think he's the president of baseball ops. Uh, yeah. Dave Dombrowski operation something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think he's yeah the the president whatever it is. He's got one of them big names. Yeah, he's he's a big deal. Okay, but he he recognized he's been around the game long enough. I think he's one of those. It's one of those moments that he may even you might not hear about it. He might step into the locker room. And be like, listen, I did this because I had to, but you know why this happened. And this is not going to fly. So, I mean, here's the thing. I, and I hate to be this guy. Of course, we want to see them in the playoffs. We want to paint October red as 
you know, we've all said as Phillies fans. The one thing I will say, I don't know if you want to give up on it after just one season of signing Schwarber and Castellanos. And you don't want to waste Bryce Harper's prime, obviously. There's some really good trade pieces on this team. If if they don't Absolutely. figure it out, Absolutely. you get to the trade deadline. Let's be real here. If you don't figure it out soon, unless the Mets collapse, you're not winning the division. Mm-hmm. The Mets are going to win the, the NL East, as they should. They're the best team on paper, in my opinion. They're top five in the NL. I think in Major League Baseball, not just the NL. And the Braves are the Braves. They're, they're a very good team. I think you're already the second, probably third best team in your division, which says a lot. It's a very good division, okay? Because, you know, even the Marlins can play, and the Nationals, they're the Nationals, but they will still games. You know, they're, they're coached hard. They play hard. They're young. They're scrappy. Shout out Michael Franco, actually having quietly a decent year, former Philly. But, sure. yeah, had to do it. I just – there's some really good teams in baseball, and there's some really good teams that aren't playing that well. So looking at the standings, you know, as of June 5th, we are in June, which is crazy. Happy day before D-Day, fun fact, in our nation's history. Big, big day, obviously. Um, the New York Yankees, I, I, I just... Josh Donaldson just walked it off, off for him in the 10th. Get their sixth straight win, I want to say, or fourth. Um... It just happened now, or it happened a little while ago? Uh, the ESPN report came out of the video, and you know how they're usually 15, 20 minutes late. Uh, so it's been a little bit. Yeah, so I, I want to say that, uh, including that game, they're now 39 and 15 and won six straight, or they're 40 and 15 and have won seven straight. Either way, the Yankees are for real at this point. Um, that team is just very, very, very talented. They're very deep, and... And a loaded at least, in my opinion. So without Joey Gallo playing well, yeah, Rizzo has cooled off hard. since his Rizzo's cooled off since his perfect start. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the Blue Jays think, are hot I think right this now. Team starts to slow down soon. I mean, you're not going to keep up a 39 and 15 pace all season long. Sure, well, of course, especially in the division they're in. You know, mm-hmm. and the Blue Jays are starting to play well. They've won nine of their last ten. Yeah. The Rays are still nine games over. The Red Sox are quietly – the Red Sox are a game under 500, and they have a plus 35 run differential. Like, that's going to even itself out eventually, you mm-hmm. know. So, I mean, you look at the AL Central. Minnesota I, – I like Minnesota a lot. They're doing their thing. Seven games over. Cleveland hanging around one game under, and they actually have the best run differential by one run as of right now in that division. So, the Guardians are playing decent baseball. I think this just shows you – a, how much of a star Jose Ramirez is. He's so good. He's incredible, dude. Like, he's phenomenal. And B, how phenomenal Terry Francona is. Mm-hmm. He's just so likable. I I know he's at the Red Sox for a few years, but, you know, people, ah, the Red Sox, whatever. He, the dude can coach his ass off. He's a hell of a coach, manager, whatever you want to call him. But White, the White Sox, it's still early. I mean, we're, we're, Starting to approach the midway point of the They're the biggest disappointment in the MLB right now. Do you think so? More than the Phillies? Yes. Oh, absolutely. The White Sox are projected to win the division. Yeah, you're not wrong. Some people have them going super far in the playoffs. This team has been playing with no heart. Um, I think that has a lot to do with the manager. Just to show, like, an example, 
it was against a certain team, and some guy was on first base, and some guy hit a fly, fly ball, and I think it was to left field, and they ended up catching him, and the guy from first base ran the second. <laughs> he got tagged out. Like, are you serious? Yeah, I. Tony La Russa, for all the good he's done as a manager, and I mean, you know, he's been around baseball forever, dude. Like, he's he's a baseball dinosaur. And I don't mean that in a mean way. I just mean he's, he's been around forever. You know what I mean? I mean, he, he was the manager for Reggie Jackson for the A's, to put it, or maybe not Reggie, maybe not that far back, but for Mark McGuire and Conseco back in those days. You know what I mean? With the Bash Brothers. He's been around a long time. And... I just think it's time for a new voice. I, I hate to be that guy. I know he's won a lot of places he's been. He's such a just dislikable guy. I feel like there's so many quotes this season that pop up and you're just like, what? Like just he's so, so opinionated to like to a fault. You know what I mean? Like obviously stand up for what you believe in, but like, bro, I <laughs> when your own players are like, speaking out against you numerous times there's a problem there you know what i mean before it's like it's yeah yep you're right it's just like i'm all for having an opinion but like sometimes just shut up and play shut up and you know and just manage like like let your players be the players and be the vocal point the focal point on a three two count two outs oh. sorry to interrupt no by all means base is loaded i wonder what's uh gonna happen here you would think some sort of he's he's went back-to-back change up so you would think he's got to go off speed yeah could you imagine he hits a home run right here grand slam tie game you'd hear me scream like i'd yelp a little bit <laughs> just uh glacius is pitching by the way who um so he's on in the eighth they're closer yeah he has he has the saves but the era hasn't been there this season yeah Kind of like uh, Phillies closes closer Corey Knievel. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I swear, there's there's never a game that's not interesting with him. Oh, absolutely. Even I when he gets to see Phillies, is interesting. Uh, it was the same way with Hector Neris for a while, but like at least Neris, you He's knew what you were going to get with him. He's an all star now. Absolutely, he should be in uh, in Houston. Bang your trash cans. <sighs> That's what we. That's what we do in the pod. But uh, quick question: I, I actually have. I, I have a few questions. Which, yeah, what you got? Come on. Oh. Yankees, Mets. Who do you like more? Yankees. Okay. Ooh, Bryce Harper, Grand Slam. Stop it. Grand Slam. Oh my god. Oh my god. We're not. We're not worthy of this, man. Bro, Evans at the game right now. I'm pissed. Yeah, Whittle and Zanelli and all them were at the game yesterday. They got they saw a win, but I think they'd rather have seen a Bryce Harper grand slam to tie the game in the ace. Oh my god. Oh, Bryce Harper. Thank you for that reaction. I needed that. By the way, what a call by Jacobs. Four hundred and twenty six feet. Four twenty six. No way the Phillies don't win this game, right? Oh, they'll find a way to lose. It's fine. You think so? Well, here comes Nick Cassianos hitting 200 ever since buying uh, Benjamin Simmons' house. But at least he's playing through it. Yeah, this but is true. They're going back-to-back. Cassianos is about to hit a home run. I'll call it right now. Do you think – fly out the center. That's like at the wall. <laughs> I would have lost my mind. That was at the wall. Oh, 
Um, do you think Juan Soto gets traded? <sighs> Mike Rizzo, the Nationals, whatever he is, GM, president, you know, same thing with Dombrowski, I think. He has openly said they're not trading him. I hate to be that guy. If you get an offer where it's like six prospects, five, six prospects, you know what I mean? Some players you can play now. Why wouldn't you trade him? Of course. No, they have not shown a single inkling of paying anybody more than like $200 million since, since they started paying players, you know, as when they, you know, were winning world series and right before that, you know, with Patrick Corbin and they paid Strasburg, but like they let Bryce Harper walk. They let Anthony Rendon walk. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't, you're in a big market in DC. You have a very, very passionate fan base in a beautiful ballpark. You just won a World Series a couple of years ago. Evan left the game. Oh, that's a violation. Bruh. Good. He deserves it. Yeah. Wow, that's insane. I can't believe what it. A, what that's... a goofball, dude. Yeah. That That's messed up, bro. <laughs> Good. I, I'm happy he missed that Bryce Harper Grand Slam. I hope he's listening. Evan, I've met you once or twice. You're a nice kid. Good. I, I'm glad you missed it. Let's go, Phils. <laughs> Violation to uh, that's a violation and a half, bro. Game early. Speaking of violation, let's just real quick shout out to Mike Missanelli. All those years as a host of the two to six Monday to TGIF, as his intro song would say. Shout out to Mike Miss after all those years on Philly Sports Talk Radio. And I actually had Archie. I told him that Mike Miss intro. Shout out to Mike Miss in that sense as well. I told him. If you could try to find something like that to set our uh, our intro to, be perfect. And mm-hmm. obviously, we know Arch knocked it out of the park. So, like Bryce Harper, you know it was was it a perfect perfect? Bryce <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Harper, perfect perfect. You want to say the quote? No, not right now. <laughs> oh my god! If he hits another one, I will. Um, but Juan Soto, there's there's a lot of rumors where he gets moved. A lot of them seem like the AL least. Uh, what I'm seeing the most is the Yankees, and I've heard I've heard Toronto. Yeah, the Blue Jays. Um, obviously you got to give up like a slew of prospects. I you would think the Yankees would give up Anthony Volpe. You have to if if you're the Nationals, that's like yeah, that's okay. We're gonna start with Volpe. That's just how it starts. Yeah. Uh huh. And um, Blue Jays, you're hearing a lot about uh, Guriel. Guriel uh, uh, Lordy's Guriel Jr. Yeah. You'd have to include Kevin Biggio, I would think, right, if you're the Nationals. I know he hasn't played great, but. You would think so. Yeah, I mean, you'd yeah. think maybe a change of scenery. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, dude, they'd get a King's Ransom for Juan Soto. They would. I mean, like I said, he's, he's going to be the first man to get a $400 million contract. Let's be real here. For sure. So, I Doesn't mean, Trout have one. What's that? Doesn't Trout have one? Uh, maybe he does. Yeah, but you know it's what I mean. Like, I mean, it's like twelve years, four twenty mil. Yeah, something like that. But baseball contracts just keep going up. All right, so, Corey Knievel walked walked the first batter. Four oh, awesome. not even a strike. Shout out to the Dodgers, though. I think very quietly. Well, I guess I could say quietly that the Dodgers, but. They're seventeen and nine at home and eighteen and nine on the road with a plus one fourteen run differential. They're thirty five and eighteen right now, and the Padres playing the way they are without Tatis, only three games back. 
Yeah. Machado's Machado's the MVP right now, and it's not close. We've had this conversation. Machado and J-Ram. I know you think Judge, but I... Yeah, no, that, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, Milwaukee playing like Milwaukee. Yo, how about the Pirates four games under 500? That's dope, bro. Let's go Pirates. <laughs> Pirates are four games under 500 with a minus 75 run differential. No, it Pirates, Pirates uh, sweeping the uh, the Dodgers, Dodgers. and uh, Pirates of the Caribbean sweeping Amber Heard. <laughs> yeah, the Pirates didn't shit the bed like Amber did. <laughs> hey, oh, all right. Well, we digress. Yeah, I, I feel like that's that's enough MLB talk. There's there's not a lot going on, but there is a lot going on. You know. The only thing to really talk about was how the Cardinals Cubs got Sunday night baseball over uh, Dodgers Mets, but we 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 digress. We digress. <laughs> Tonight is game two of the NBA Finals. Boston leading one zero. I had Gold State winning. Yeah, after that major comeback by Boston in Game One, Marcus Smart and Al Horford played out of their minds. Absolutely. I don't think Tatum scored in the fourth quarter. No, I don't. I don't, I don't know. Mistaken. I don't. I think I saw a stat. Boston scored 40 points in the fourth, zero by Jason Tatum, and they still come back and win. That's wild. I feel like Al Horford's like Nick Foles. <laughs> Only good on one team? Only good in Boston. I mean, to be fair, Al Horford was really, really good in Atlanta for all those years, too. This is true. It's just that one spot with, you know, that terrible head coach that the Sixers had for a while. Yeah, it, it is what it we is. We had Al Horford over Jimmy Butler, everybody. Never yeah. forget that. Tobias over me. Yeah, get out of here. Stop. Who who do you like in the series? I forget. I tended to lean Warriors, but it wouldn't shock me if the Celtics won. No, for sure. Um, I don't think Golden State has anything to worry about, honestly. Of course, losing one at home hurts, but I think if you come out tonight with a strong win, go back in Boston. Yeah, you, you can definitely steal at one. At least yeah, you have to win game two, and then you got to steal one on the road. And then it's 2-2. It's a three-game series, and you have two home games. But I will say, I think that's a huge win for Boston, not just because you're coming back to win. You're coming back to win with your star player not scoring in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. He played 42 minutes, shot 3 of 17, had 12 points. He did have 13 assists. I will give Tatum credit there. That's something you don't see a lot for Jason Tatum. He was a playmaker more so in game one. And that's awesome for him. He, He realized... Hey, I'm not making that many shots. I'm gonna let Jalen Brown do his thing. Marcus Smart shot seven of eleven. Horford shot nine of twelve, and Robert Williams was four of four. And Derek White had a really good game off the bench. Twenty one points, six of eleven shooting in thirty two minutes. I I just these are two phenomenal basketball teams, you know? And if it wasn't for MLB the show. The grind we've been on for that. Shout out MLB the show. It's all we talk about. It's okay. It's all we do. Literally. Um, it's bad. Like we may have to have a segment just like sitting here talking about the show. <laughs> we'll, we'll have a special podcast episode just about MLB the show. <laughs> oh god. That'd be uh, a lot of editing. Oh my no, there'd be no editing. That'd be the best part. I just let it all ride. Just do it. For sure. Right. We digress like we always do. Boston Golden State. I think it truly is one of those finals where it's really I don't see a clear advantage for either team. Also, fair warning, with four dogs in my house, I think my brother is about to pull up. I just looked out the window. 
You might hear loud dogs here in a minute. You may not. If you do, they're just saying hello to everybody. So they're making their way on the pod, like always. I think for me, the thing that stands out, Draymond Green was 2 of 12 with four points, and he fouled out in game one. He had 11 rebounds. He had five assists. Steph Curry had, like, what, 21 points in the first quarter? One of those, like, six. I think it was, like, six or seven from three. But yeah. Like 20 or 21 in the first quarter. That's bonkers, but. Yeah, no, it's wild. Yeah. Clay only had 15. Wiggins had a solid 20. And Otto Porter Jr., 12 points off the bench. Jordan Poole, nine points to a seven. You need better from him. They're both just such good defensive teams, but can both score with the best. For sure. I think both of these teams are very much the definition of the final four teams that were in, you know, the East and West. The only team that really wasn't a so-called team team was, in my opinion, the Dallas Mavericks. Yes, you have a star in Jimmy Butler in Miami. That team is so deep. Yeah. And, like, yeah, you have good role players in, in Dallas. It's Luka and everybody else. Let's be real here. Yeah, No, you're right. Yeah. So – Boston, like, yeah, they have Tatum, but Jalen Brown's a stud. Marcus Smart is an incredible defensive player. Really woke up after the first quarter with Steph. 21 points allowed in the first quarter, and I, I know he wasn't guarding him the entire game, but, like, that is the matchup, let's be real. And for the most part, only 13 points, if my math is correct, after the first quarter for Steph. Mm-hmm. So that's that's big if you're, if you're Marcus Smart going into, you know, game two and beyond. Absolutely. Yeah, I just – I mean, if you want to touch on anything, I, I think Golden State is still, in my opinion, the favorite in the series. I know they were the betting favorite going in, even after a game on loss. I think I still lean Golden State. No, I agree. But Boston's no joke, and you've said that from the start. Boston is no slouch. Mm-hmm. Ever since the All-Star break, that's been the best team in the league. Uh, obviously, Golden State went under that period where I believe Seth was hurt and they, they didn't look so good for a while. Fun fact, it came against Boston and Marcus Smart as well. Sorry if I was far away. I was taking a sip of water. Had to get that quote out. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. But Steph is a dog. Clay is back. This team is so deep. It's the cool only- to see. Like, no Kevin Durant. Like, they're not a super team, per se, like they were before. And, I mean, the only thing there is to, you know – hurt Golden State is, you know, if Andrew Wiggins doesn't perform, you know, this is like his first time, like, in the playoffs, kind of like, and how young the team is. Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, this is their first time playing in the league. This is their first year, and they're the rookies, yeah. And and you need these guys. Oh, yeah. You need these guys to perform. And I don't know if they, I think they'll, I think they'll be all right. Like I said, these guys are professional NBA players. I think they'll be just fine. But yeah, I, I feel like if there's a downfall for the Warriors, that's the only way something bad happens. Absolutely, yeah. And the one good thing, I think, for the Warriors, though, this is Boston's first time on this stage as well. Like, yes, Tatum and Brown and Smart, I believe, you know, whoever, they've been on the Eastern Conference final stage a few times. This is their first NBA finals as well. And Golden State does have the luxury of having a coach and having a couple of players who have been there many, many times. Obviously, Steve Carr has been there. Absolutely. God, what it feels like every other year as a player and coach. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, uh, I'm i just so excited to see the rest of the series, how it plays out. I just wish the game started earlier. I understand they're on the West Coast. You know what I mean? But, like. Yeah, I'd get up for 530 in school. Like, Luckily, sure. it's, it's an 8 o'clock oh. in the night, at least. Luckily. Yeah. 
so I feel like at least for you and you know you're at the end of the school year you're fine mm-hmm. but <laughs> you, you can stay up and watch the game for sure but I mean at least the eight o'clock game but like you go then you go Wednesday it's a nine o'clock game in Boston why are we starting nine o'clock in Boston a, a freaking NBA Finals game on the East Coast at nine p.m. I like hope they know if, if, like, that's not a finals game. Nobody goes to that game. No, that's not true. Like, I, like, I mean, it's still Boston-Golden State. Like, I, I give Boston fans credit. Like, they're great fans. They'll be there at those games, especially against Golden State. Like, that's – it was I mean, maybe it's not a sellout, but it's still – I know what you're saying, though. Like, it's – no, Boston, Boston fans are crazy, dude. I they'll, they'll be at that game, I promise you. Yeah. But – yeah, I mean, I, I, the one thing I don't like, like, three games in a week. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, and they had rest, a good, a good, bit, of, good bit of rest before game one started, too. So, it's like, game one, Thursday, game two, Sunday, then game three, Wednesday. To me, it's one thing if you have that extra day in between traveling from, from California to Boston. Uh-huh. But, like, why do you need two days rest? Yeah, if the if the series goes seven games, it's gonna take like a good bit. I think it. I think game seven might be June nineteenth or something like that. And honestly, I think it's because. Oh no, it's not actually. I was gonna say because ESPN has the Eastern Conference Finals for hockey, but like that game is being played right now, so that has nothing to do with last yeah. night. Because that game, Colorado, we'll talk about that. But with with their game three against Edmonton, that was on TNT. Oh, okay. So yeah, I was thinking. Maybe no, that has nothing to do with it because that's they'd just be airing on different channels. But yeah, well, so so yeah, um, the shorts. I think I know something that might pique your interest. So, I think you read my mind a little bit. This UFC, Saturday, brother, we got some predictions to make. This Saturday, we have we have a pay per view two seventy five Texier versus Prohaska, and it feels like two seventy four was such a long time ago. Uh, Corey Knebel blew it, by the way, seven six Angels. Why? I'm sorry to be that guy. I had to tell you. Uh, Duffy with a single and Wade scored 7-6 Angels. Shohei's on first with two outs. Uh, he just struck out. So, Mike Trout was on first. I'm sorry. Phillies have JT Romuto, Alec Boom, Odubel Herrera, 5-6-7 going in the ninth. <sighs> you can continue. Okay. By the way, if this game, like, if something happens, like, we may have to take a break, like, mid-thing, and, like, huh. I hate that to be that guy, like, people watching the pod, like, we, if, like, there's a runner on second, like, I, I'm going to stop what I'm doing, I'm going to watch the game, but we digress. You said four feels like it was a very long time ago. It does, doesn't it? It does. Maybe it was because of... I think it was because of the week off from fighting. Yeah. Like, we had the, the fight last night with... Alexander Volkov knocking out Rosenstruck, but quick work, by the way, too, with that TKO. But, you know. Early stoppage, maybe, but people think it was a quick stoppage. Herb Dean's been shaky. Yeah, we were talking about that last night. Uh, Herb, obviously, like you said to me, he's still the best ref, obviously, and I agree with you, in in the UFC that Dana has. But I, I will say, I... He does sometimes have a little bit too quick of a, a trigger. And I know he doesn't want people to get, you know, hurt. he's just looking out for the fighters. Yeah. But, like, these these are some bad dudes and bad girls, you know, that are that are in, they in these fights. Yeah. Like, 
This is what they sign up for. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. You're at the top level of competition. Uh-huh. You got to at least give them a chance. Because how many times have we seen people almost get knocked out to somehow counter and win a fight? Yeah. I mean, God, like, Volkanovsky, I know it was different in the sense that it wasn't, you know, because of punches. But we thought he was done, what, once or twice against Ortega? And he somehow slips out of what looked like a surefire chokeout and submission win for Ortega. And he goes back to win the fight. So, yeah, you just got to let him play sometimes, man. Let him fight. Of course. I agree 100%. But, yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and look into 275 if you want to go ahead and run that, brother. So, 275, there's only three fights that jump out in front of your face. The rest of them are kind of prelims and, you know, you see what you say. First, we have uh, Zhang Weili versus Joanna uh, Jerichek. Great fight, by the way. Yeah, we'll go with that name. If I pronounce it wrong, I apologize. Great fight. Obviously, we're going to see the second fight. Uh, Jerichek fought a few years ago, it feels like. Before was her last fight that, against Wei Li? I think so. Because I know they fought each other, and that was like an epic fight that Wei Li won. Before the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, Wei Li's last fight was against Rose Namajunas in a loss in the title fight. Yeah, she's lost two in a row, yeah. By decision. Uh, I mean, I, I would think Wei Li would win. Zhercheck has been away from the game for a little bit, but Zhercheck and her striking is elite. It's so elite. Yeah, and she'll, she'll take shots, too, man. She's got a chin of steel. Yeah. Next fight, we have Shochenko versus Tyler Santos, who? 19-1, and one, though. I'll give her credit. Yeah, haven't heard of her once in my life. I feel like with these fights against Nunez and Shochenko, of course, before Nunez lost, they're just picking girls. I like, you it, have a really good record. I'll let you go. It, it really showed it to me when, you know – uh, Megan Anderson fought Nunez, got submitted in the first round, and then was cut. Immediately. What? You just fought a title fight, now you're cut? Yeah, that's... It blows my mind. Uh, you, you would think Shevchenko would win. She's minus 625, according to Caesar's Sportsbook on ESPN. Yeah, there's something about... To real quick, touchback, I didn't really give you my prediction. I don't know. I'm going to take Joanne in an upset over Wei Lee. Okay. I, I, I don't know. Honestly, I think it'd go either way. Yeah, I do too, and I think that's why. I, I don't know. Wei Lee's kind of on a losing streak. They kept the Glacius in, by the way. That's smart. He's our closer. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think Wei Lee's the better fighter. But, I don't know. Joanna's got some, some revenge on her mind. She's taking some time off for herself. Yep. Wei Lee's not in a great spot. Back-to-back losses against you know, I said Iglesias because of you. <laughs> Nami Yunus. And... I don't know. It could go either way. Again, it wouldn't shock me if Wei Li wins because she's a better fighter, but I'm, I'm going to lean Joanne in that one. And I'm not stupid enough to go against Valentina. I say that now. Watch her lose. But I think she's a surefire lock. Yeah, like uh, at least I heard of like Juliana Pena. Yeah. But like, I've never heard of this girl. I've never heard of Talia Santos. Uh, hey, I hope Talia wins. No, who I have heard of is Yuri Prohaska. I've also heard of the 40-something-year-old champion in Glover Teixeira. Uh, Glover Teixeira versus Yuri Pohaska is headlining the uh, main event on 275. Uh, Teixeira has caught fire, gone on this big winning streak, and at 42, 43 years old, has won light heavyweight championship. But I think it comes to the end with the future of the light heavyweight uh, weight class. As Yuri Pohaska, I think he wins. He's the future of the division and of the weight class. He, I think, 
right now very easily could be considered the best fighter in that weight class, even with Glahovic and the Polish power and for what Glover Teixeira has done. I just think it's Yuri's time. I think he is that dude. His spinning back elbow against Dominic Reyes in uh-huh. that fight. Oh, my God. Like, that's just a thing of beauty, dude. They won't first. Out. Sorry to interrupt. What's that? Tying a uh, runner on base. Out there. Single it's cool. I just I just got a text from my stepmom saying dinner's ready. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll come down when we're done recording. <laughs> you didn't give me a time for dinner. I'm recording right now. Podcast comes first. And so. uh, Odubel's up. Oh, boy. I'm not going to make the joke. Not going to make the joke. Not going to make the joke. Hurry don't, up. Make no, joke. Don't make the joke. We're good. So, you said you lean, you lean Yuri in that fight? Yeah. He, he's the favorite in the yeah, fight. Yeah, he's so good, too. That's the thing, dude. He he's dominated every fight he's been in for the most part. I feel like for sure. If he's come onto the map in the UFC, you know some just killer knockouts, and it's just come to the point where you know it's. Uh, I'm not surprised by anything he does. It's just so impressive what he does every time he steps into the octagon. Absolutely, like he's must see at this point. Quite honestly, mm-hmm. so I think those are my three. I think I'm going to go with. Joanna, Valentina, and Yuri Prohaska. Yeah, I think I go Zhang, Prohaska, and Shevchenko. Bullet Valentina. She's so good. She's so good. Not better than Nunez, though. You don't think Valentina's better than Nunez? We'll talk about it on our list. Well, let's just talk about it now. Like you said, segue into our our list this week. We're going to stick UFC. We have not done a UFC list in quite Who some time. Who out the left? Fly to left, all right. Two out. He's coming up. Our top 10 active UFC fighters. Keyword active. John Jones is not on this list. In my opinion, he is not an active fighter. I, I think he's an active fighter, but we can't we can't include him. Yeah, but he hasn't fought in years. Like to me But he has a contract with the UFC. Because he's a moneymaker. I get why he's a contract. But when you can't stay out of your own way and you don't fight since before the pandemic, you're not on my list. He's not on my list either. I'm not arguing with you. He just no, fought in such a long time, but he's a fighter in the UFC. Basically, I understand, but like with my list being an active fighter, to me, active means you're fighting and you've fought recently and you're going to fight in the future soon. We Runners have no freaking second. idea. What? Runners on first and second. Okay. We have no idea when it's going to happen. So... Just short, you want to go with the honorable mentions? Sure. My honorable mentions are Piotr Jan, Devinson Figueredo, Robert Whitaker, and Aljamain Sterling. I couldn't leave Aljamain on and put Piotr on. Um, or I couldn't leave Aljamain off Yeah, and then put Piotr on. I mean, Aljamain's a champion. He did beat him. I In all fairness, I, I had to put Aljamain on from putting Jan on. Yeah, I have five honorable mentions. Like you said, Aljamain Sterling. Robert Whitaker as well. I have Dustin Poirier as an honorable mention. I know he did lose. He said, what's that? He just missed it. Yeah, no, and he's he's a phenomenal fighter. He's he's not top ten, but he's close. He still did look really good against Charles Oliveira, even though he lost. He had a couple of really good moments. I think Oliveira is just that dude. That we'll talk about that. Uh, I have Rosnami Yunus and Yuri Prohaska as well. All my honorable mentions. Uh, Breaking will- news. Phillies loose. Quinn Snyder stepping down as Jazz head coach. That's big. 
That's big news. That's huge news. All right, well, might as well let's circle back into it real quick. The Jazz have been struggling, you know, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. Sorry to interrupt our list, uh, but, you know, it. you think Quinn was just done with the team? He was waiting for a good time to leave or, you know, what do you think? Oh, I think that there's obvious animosity in that team. All right, absolutely. And, and one of them is going to be moved, which you would think would be Rudy Gobert. Most likely. And I don't think he wants Gobert moved. Because what they do center on defense center centers around Rudy. Uh-huh. And their defense leads to their offense, in my opinion. I don't think he wants to be around for that drama. And I think he's against trading Rudy Gobert. And I think that's why he's probably gone. All right. Well, Quinn Snyder won coach of the year a few years ago. Obviously, one of the probably top ten coaches in the NBA right now, if not top five. Stepping down. We will see what goes on with Jazz. Uh, my number 10 is Max Holloway. Max Blessed Holloway. Fighting Volkanovski in July. July 2nd, I want to say. Uh, that's the date of the card, if that's the card he's on, yes. Yes, it's July 2nd, fighting Alexander Volkanovski. I, I, I love Max so much. Uh, I, I, I think he's probably your favorite fighter, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. That's another list we should do sometime. We, didn't didn't we do that? We did most exciting. We didn't do our favorite. I think the UFC list I believe that we did was our top ten most exciting fighters in the UFC. Okay, I got gotcha. it. May it may have been favorite, but I'm not 100 percent on that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I digress. Max Holloway. You know he's no. I I can't think of a better featherweight on the feet than him. I think he's better than Volkanovski on the feet. And he's so – he reminds me a lot of Adesanya. He doesn't necessarily have, like, super fast power, but he has great fit work. He has great speed. He has great head movement. And, you know, when he said, I'm the best boxer in the UFC, it's hard to say that he's not. Would you disagree with that? No, I mean, he's definitely up there, and he's very capable of not just dishing it but taking it. Mm-hmm. And he's obviously not just one of the best fighters in the UFC. I think he's also one of the best money makers for the UFC and one of the best dudes in the UFC. Just an all-around superstar that – and let's be real here. He's still young in the grand scheme of things. He's been around for a long time too. For sure. So he's not somebody that the UFC can bank on for quite a long time in my opinion. With that being said, number 10 on my list, I have somebody who's absolute chaos. Colby Chaos. Colby Chaos Covington. 17 and 3. Only lost to two people, though. And one of those was a long time ago. And the only other person he lost to is Kamara Usman in decision fights, in title fights, both times they fought. With a broken draw at one point in the first fight he's a stud he's incredible currently the number one welterweight contender chaos covington also a one-time interim welterweight champion huge wins in his career most notably most notably against damian maya rafael dos Anjos, robbie lawler tyron woodley and jorge masvidal those are big names and while you might not know all the names that i'm going to rattle off i have kind of key wins for all of these fighters. Break a stop, walk off, home run. 
Oh my gosh. I Evan left. Oh my god. This is this is a game changer. I'm sorry. We're, we're totally digressing right now from the list and I'm sorry. And I mean there's not, not as Evan many Phillips UFC wins. fans as baseball, but like this is a absolutely season defining win for the Phillies in my opinion. Mhm. To I, now I, sweep I, the Angels too. Wow. Wow. And a little spoiler, I will be on with our friends from the Views from Lot K. Guarantee you this will get brought up later on their podcast. Absolutely. Keep a listen on that one. So, wow. Holy. Oof. I got to do it. Do it. Holy fuck. Boys and stop. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Even if it was only a 366-foot home run. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's go but, to the Bills, man. Everybody knew off the bat that was out. Oh, my. I, I, I can't wait to watch the replay on that. I didn't see it. But, God, down 5 nothing and 6 to, six to 2. Come back and win 9-7. Oh, by the way, crazy stat in, in, in Major League Baseball. Corey Kniebel gets the win in that game, even though he gave up a run when they were tied. I know how it works, but, like, that's such a shit win. <laughs> but he got the win? That's how it works. He was. Nope, they didn't, like, relieve him after he pitched, so he gets the win. Oh, my God. He, he was the pitcher. That's stupid. That's that's how it works, though. I know. But, no, I know, but, but yeah, no, so, uh, yeah, Colby Covington. We'll just, no, that's number, my, my, I can't even talk now. I'm so excited. My number 10, uh, the shorts, what's your number nine? Um, My number nine, call me crazy. I think he's one of the best, <sighs> he's... <sighs> I can't leave him out. Uh, he hasn't fought in a long time. I'm going to do it. Steve Bay Miacic's number nine. No, I, I'm all for it. And I, I, He very well could have been on my honorable mentions. It's just hard when the last time we saw him fight, got, got his ass knocked out against Francis Ngannou. Yeah. And honestly, th- there's there was a, a few guys I wanted to put here at number nine. Uh, Islam Makhachev came to mind. Obviously, one of the honorable mentions came to mind. But, you know, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Steve Miacic here. Even though he got knocked out by Ngannou, which Ngannou will talk about in a little bit, I'm sure. Yeah. It's just, Stipe was – he's the greatest heavyweight of all time. Yes. Greatest heavyweight of all time right now. And, you know. What's funny, too, because I saw last weekend UFC, you know, with not having any events, too. There was a lot on ESPN in the morning with, like, the UFC reloaded, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And older fights. And they had a fight with Stipe. It was him – I forget the other dude's name, but they were both like 7-0 going into the fight or something like that, both undefeated, early on in Stipe's career. And Stipe was actually kind of losing first round. And all of a sudden, he came back and beat the dude pretty bad in the second round and won the fight. And it was like, oh, yeah, he's that dude. Like, you can even see back then, like, uh-huh. watching the fight. Like, was taking punch after punch after punch and then was just like, all right, hold my beer. I got this. I'm ready. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's one of my favorite fighters of all time, for sure. Didn't quite make my list, but very, very, very fun to watch. Uh, my number nine, I have above one of my honorable mentions, even in the same weight class, I think a better fighter than Aljamain Sterling. Just a bad matchup for him. Uh, Piotr Jan, the 29-year-old, he is 16-3, and three, both losses to Aljamain Sterling, even though one was a DQ. Um Number one bantamweight contender right now. Uh, one of the best nicknames. Sorry for the paper sound in my background. Looking at my binder. Piotr Jan. Piotr No Mercy Jan. Phenomenal nickname. Love him or hate him. That's a great nickname. 
Uh, he was a one-time interim, and then obviously, like we said, he was the full-time bantamweight champion before he lost the belt to Aljamain Sterling. Absolutely. Pretty good wins, too. Uh, John Dodson, Mighty Mouse. Uh, Jimmy Rivera. Uriah Faber, obviously a UFC legend. Jose Aldo. We watched that fight. Beat the piss out of Aldo. And Corey Sanhagen. So, he's he's very, very much uh, a top-ten fighter, in my opinion. By the way, I hate to correct you. I believe Mighty Mouse is Demetrius Johnson. It is. I knew it as soon as I said it. I was waiting for you to correct me. It is. <laughs> I know. I, I said it was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I feel so silly. You're good. Don't worry about it. Number eight. Yeah. Chaos. Colby Covington. Uh, so people talk about, you know, how uh, Usman beat him, blah, blah, blah. He's not that good. Anybody who says he's not that good is a goofball, first of all. And people say it. It's yeah, not they're crazy. Good. Yeah, he's it's an not... incredible fighter. And if, if Usman was not in that division, he would be the reigning champion. Absolutely. And. Honestly, like we talked about this earlier, I think Colby can beat Usman. I think he can. I don't, but I know what you're saying. I think he very much can. I think the way he approaches the game plan as well, he just he has to do something on that feet. The feet, it's complete disadvantage. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's kind of interesting because Colby wants to go to, to, to the ground with him. And of course, they're both, but that's not. the thing. They're, they're both great wrestlers. Yeah, but Usman doesn't want to go to the ground. No, because he's gotten better with his hands, and he's, he knows he's better on his on his feet, like you said, than Covington is. Yeah. Covington's a world-class wrestler. For sure. Yeah. He's great at Oregon State. He's, he's a champion. So. No, but that, that's that's one thing I want to see for sure, is Colby and Usman just wrestle. Oh, just, like just a wrestling match? Yeah. That'd be something. Or, like, I want to see, like... Colby, if they fight again, which I could see it happening, if Colby gets Usman on the ground, I just want to see what happens. Yeah, it'd be something to watch for sure. For sure. No, absolutely. Uh, my number eight, I have Max Blessed Holloway, like Declan already said. Dude's a monster. We were talking before the pod. The The string of fights that Max Holloway went on, and, like, he lost a couple of them. He lost early to McGregor. and But, like, Holloway has been in different weight classes as well, and he's performed in pretty much every weight class he's been in. He's fought everybody. Uh-huh. Uh, he's lost – I believe he lost to Poirier when they fought as well. Great fight, though. And he's in every fight. Like, he's never blown out of a fight. That's – I think that, for me, that makes Max Holloway such, A, a lovable fighter, and, B, such an incredible fighter is the fact that he's never out of a fight and he's never going to just get his ass beat in a fight. I've never seen that happen. Um, some of his wins, first of all, uh, he had three time, uh, def- uh, three defenses as, <clears throat> excuse me, the featherweight champion. The fact, fun fact I want to throw out, he is the all-time significant, significant strike lander in UFC, any, any division history. And he is the most in a single fight in over 440 Significant strikes. Yeah, that's wild. That's it. That's stupid. Um, wins against some huge names here. Cub Swanson, Charles Oliveira, Jeremy Stevens, Ricardo Lamas, Anthony Pettis, Jose, uh, Jose Aldo twice, Brian Ortega, Frankie Edgar, Calvin Cater, uh, Yair Rodriguez, and in both my opinion and Declan's opinion, as we have said numerous times on the podcast, oh, let me catch my breath. Sorry, that was a lot. <laughs> Beat Alexander Volkanovsky in the second fight that they fought. And even my man, Dana. Even Dana. Dana White. Dana. (laughs) 
Oh, he'd like to take this time. Yeah, he won the fight. They gave it to Volka, bad judging. But nevertheless, Volkanovski, very deserving champion, like we said. But yeah, Max Holloway, he's just, should be 24 and 5. He's 23 and 6. He is incredible, must see. Can't wait to see him July 2nd take back the title mm-hmm. against Alexander the Great Volkanovsky. What you got a seven, kid? My number seven is the woman's flyweight champion, the bullet, Valentina. You have her at seven? I have her at seven. Holy wow. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Valentina Shevchenko hasn't lost in a long time. The last person she lost to, Amanda Nunes. Amanda Nunes. She's on it twice. <laughs> yeah, twice. Twice Twice. it has happened. Shevchenko is so good. Uh, the reason she's so low is she doesn't have the competition, if that makes sense. No, I get it. But, like, I'll talk about it, too. She has some really good wins under her belt, but maybe not as much as Nunes. I will say that, yes. Yeah, like, Shevchenko never fought, like, Chris Cyborg. She never fought Juliana Pena. Ronda Rousey. She, yeah, she never fought Ronda Rousey. I, I don't think she's ever fought, fought Rose Nami Yunez. Nope. She never fought Zhang Well Li. Nope. She never fought Joanna Zierczak. Like, there's all these fighters that... Yes, she did. She beat Joanna. Oh, did she? Yeah. My mistake. They she have... actually beat Juliana Pena as well. Fun fact. Actually, okay. My mistake, but... No, but I know what you're saying, no. There's so many UFC fighters over the years that no, she... Some of those legends that we'll talk about. Yeah, yeah some, those, them, yes. some of those UFC women legends that... You know, she wasn't able to fight. Kind of like a Khabib way. Like, yeah, a lot like Khabib. Yeah, Khabib, Khabib obviously is much greater than Shevchenko is. Oh, okay. Like, it's, but Khabib never had the talent. Khabib was undefeated. He, he was 29 and out. I don't think he's much greater. I think that's, I, I'll give Khabib the nod in that sense. Yes, I don't think much greater. I think that's stretching it a little bit, in my personal opinion. Okay. But yeah, my my point is why she's so low is because she never fought. She never had the people to fight like Nunes did. Yes. And like Nami Nunes did. Okay. All right. My number seven, I also have a women's fighter. Excuse me. uh, 34-year-old current coach of Team Nunes in the Ultimate Fighter this season, Amanda Nunes. 21-5, number one bantamweight contender. And the current flyweight champion as a woman, the lioness Amanda Nunes. Five title defenses at bantamweight, two flyweight defenses. Has beat Valentina Shevchenko twice, beat Misha Tate, beat Ronda Rousey, beat Cyborg, Chris Cyborg, and beat Holly Holm. Has really big wins under her belt. Um, has beat a couple slops too. Be real here, Megan Anderson. That's not her fault. Can only fight who gets put in front of you. But nobody wants to fight in her weight class. Can you blame them? Nobody wants to fight her. And that's where you have to give Juliana Pena credit. Absolutely. She, she, she said... And go in there scared. She, oh, my God. She said, no, let's go. I don't care. And I think I, that's I, what every fighter that lost to her did. They went in there scared. Of course. They're intimidated. Well, to be fair, what's not to be... Like, she's incredibly intimidating. Absolutely. So, yeah. I have Nunes at number seven on my list. My number six is Amanda Nunes. Uh, she... Wait, so you, have, you have Shevchenko over, over Nunez? I sure do. Okay, so if you think they were to fight, Shevchenko would win? Yes. Okay. Like we said, Nunez is just, she's the greatest woman's fighter of all time. Yes. Uh, she has all these wins over her belt, like you said. 
She's the greatest of all time, but I think Valentina is slightly better than her now. Uh, if if Pena versus Nunez were to fight again, well, they will. I yeah, I I think Nunez wins. Yes. Um, of course, it would be a great Cinderella story to see Pena win again. Pena, like like you, if you guys have us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, anything, that's the first thing we ever yeah, posted. It was first great. Thing we posted. We watched that fight together. Uh, I I made Jacobs bet Juliana Pena. Hit legally bet it in PA, and I. I freaking won. Thank you to Schwartz. Yeah, I, I just want yeah, bet Pena, screw it. Why not go for it? No, you didn't say that. You said she's gonna win. There was no like, oh, maybe you said Pena's gonna win tonight. Now's the time to bet her. I mean, yeah, if if somebody was loot, like, cause you just saw it in Pena's eyes. Yeah, she. Like, yeah, she's not intimidated, not even a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I think Nunez overlooked her a little bit too. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But Nunez is still great. She absolutely. She beat Chris Cyborg in, in thirty seconds, and Ronda Rousey in forty-five. She smoked Ronda. I watched that fight at Miller's Ale House a couple like a uh, couple nights before. Well, it was the octagon looking stupid. That was that was pathetic. It was it was not even a fight, dude. Uh huh. That was that was where it was like we saw Ronda lose to Holly Holm, and then we saw Ronda lose to Nunez, and it was like yeah, that's it. She's done. I watched her. Was like, yeah, she's completely, she's done. Nope, that's it. That was a different level of yeah. No, lost to Holly just broke her mentally. Yep. Yeah. And you know, it is what it is. But Nunez is uh, number six on my list. My number six, I have the baddest man on the planet. Uh, actually, the hardest recorded puncher right now as well. Fun fact: Francis, the Predator in Ganu. Pretty cool. I like the Predator and the Lioness. Good names. Um, stalking their prey. He's 35 now. He's been around for a little while. He's an old man. Yeah, yeah, he's getting older. And I think that's why I respect. After watching that fight against Gon, we've t- we, we talked about it. We talked about it. We talked about it. And he just, what he did, like, wrestling against an incredible wrestler. was impressive. It was so impressive, dude. Like, He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, like I said, current heavyweight champ. The Predators wins against uh, Curtis Blades twice. Alistair Overeem, Cain Velasquez, some big names. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Junior DeSantos, another big name. Uh, you have Rosenstruck, lost again last night, obviously. But Stipe and uh, Cyril Ghosn. Yeah, Francis Ngannou, hurt right now, I think you said, getting surgery. But he'll be back and... I don't know. I'm I'm very curious to see what we get when he comes back. I think right now he's at his best. But he'll be back around the end of this year, beginning of next year. Yes, and I do think though. I don't know. I mean, Glover Teixeira is defying odds right now as an older fighter. You know, uh-huh. I don't think Ngannou's time is going to last forever, and I think in the next year, two years, you're going to see him start to slowly decline. Not that he's going to be a bad fighter. Okay. I just don't think he's going to be the best fighter in that division much longer. With the likes of Gon and Tai Tuivasa and possibly John Jones, you know, um, some really big names, you know, in that heavyweight division to look forward to. Uh, my number five is the great Alexander Volkanovsky, um, the best featherweight in the division right now. Yes. Um, 
He's not the champion, though. Yes, he is. Uh, he, <laughs> he's not. The I, I understand what you're saying, but then when you look at what he's done, he, he yeah, he beat fights. Ortega, absolutely destroyed the Korean zombie. That was never a fight. Yeah, no, that not even crazy. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You gotta give him. You gotta give him the respect he deserves. He only has one loss. To who it is, I don't know. He beat Holloway. Once. It was early in his career, too. From what I, yeah, I don't know. think he's lost in UFC. If that, if I'm no, not mistaken, uh, he only has two losses in the UFC. Or one, he only has two losses in his record. One loss in the UFC. To um... no, he only has one loss in, in on his record. He's twenty four and one. Yeah, but last time, uh, I... yeah, yeah, <laughs> he lost to Max Holloway. So he's he's twenty three until. All right. Oh, I hope Max destroys him. Also, Volkanovski is on my top ten most hated list. Literally for the only reason because he. Got awarded the victory when he didn't win the fight. But then he like screamed there like he deserved the win and shit. Like stop. All right. All right. Uh, my number five. I have. <laughs> You're not going to win. I'm prepared to die. Israel, the last style bender. You're lowballing him. I'm not lowballing him. You are lowballing him. After what I saw against Jan Blahovic, I was so unimpressed with that with that fighter. Come on, I don't care. Come I on. don't care. Uh, no, 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 no. I don't care that you're moving up weight classes. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have frog in my throat today. <laughs> that's what day drinking and then bartending will do to you. Fun fact. Yesterday, great Saturday. Whatever. That's I a flawed point because I'll tell you this: if Usman moves up to 185, I think Adesanya beats him. Well, I would hope so with the length advantage and the kickboxing background that Adesanya has. Well, then that's the same thing with Blahovic. Blahovic has the power. He has the length. Okay, but I think Usman is quicker than Adesanya is. No, no shot. No, I, I said that backwards. I know. You're right. No, no, no. I completely said that backwards. I think Izzy is faster than Usman is. That's what I meant to say. Uh-huh. I, I think Usman's stronger than Adesanya is, but... Yeah, Adesanya is strong, but like he's not super strong. And it's it's a similar fight to Blahovic fight actually. Usman's more powerful. Yes. And Jan was more powerful. Yes. But it, I, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me to see Kamara win that fight. I'm serious. Of course not. He's the best fighter in the UFC. But yes, I I, I don't see him if he moves up to 185. I don't know how much bigger Usman can get before he starts gassing out. You know what I mean? Yeah, but here's like, the thing: takes fights never, slow. We've never. Declan, we've never even seen him get close to tired, Usman. Because he fights very slow. Okay, but I'm saying if you move we, we've point, seen five, we've if... seen Izzy Adesanya start to slow down by round four, round five. We saw against Castellum in that fight where he said I'm prepared to die. Yeah, but that's I'm just saying it's all hypotheticals because I doubt they're ever gonna fight and they're friends. You know what I mean? They're so not, they're not gonna fight. Yeah. So no, because they, they, don't, want to tar- they, they don't want to tarnish each other's record. Of course they should. The money that fight would make is yeah. Is like dumb. Dana, like if Dana hasn't been like, yeah, Usman, if you move up like fifteen pounds, like you know how much money you'll make. Like I, I like I'd say that straight up to him. Like bro, even if even if it's not a title fight, even if it's just a fight, not a title fight. You know what I mean? You say, listen, yeah. you keep your title, you keep your title. Let's fight and make some money. You know how much money Adesanya would, would put his title up on the line though. Of and course he would. That's the thing. That. They both would. They neither of them would actually be like, no, I'm not going to give it. No, they're they're both such good competitors. They're going to say, I'm going to win the fight. Uh huh. Here's my title because you're not going to take it from me. And one For of them sure. would lose, obviously. But yeah, Izzy, 
current win middleweight champion. Great. Last style bender too. And like if you know Izzy, he's so stylish, bro. Like the knockout he had of Whitaker. And then do that like machine gun. He had, you know, the dance beforehand. Yeah. Like I don't like him personally, but like, I love to hate him. I, I exactly. He is one of my most lovable to hate fighters. I think he's probably the coolest fighter in the UFC in that sense, like style and just fun like that. I just don't like him. But yeah, I have Izzy at number four on my list. Some of the big uh <clears throat> God, goodness gracious. Um beaten Mar- Marvin Vittori twice. He's beaten Whitaker twice. Yoel Romero, Paulo Costa, what a loser. Coven Gost- uh, Gastelum, Brad Tavares, uh, Derek Brunson, and Anderson Silva. Just a who's who of who he's beaten uh, is Yadisani, number five. Uh, my number four is the baddest man on the planet, Francis Ngannou. Uh, he would be around five and six right now if he didn't show off those wrestling skills against Ghana. I agree. I agree. Man is an absolute tank. I don't see him losing his title in this next fight against Ghana. Or Ty. Like, I would love to see Ty win. Oh, I would love... Dude, to see Ty and Ngannou, like, oh, my God. Oh, that would be nuts. We said the same thing about Derek Lewis, but Derek yeah. Lewis and as... Lewis is, Lewis is finally on that downswing, though, in my opinion. Well, Derek Lewis isn't a UFC fighter. No, he's not. He's a, like, he's a backyard brawler. Yeah, like, he's not, he's not a UFC fighter. Like He's so fun to watch, though. Black yeah, Beast. my balls Great is hot. Too. You know, says to Trevor Brown, talks about his wife. Black like, Beast. Yeah, like, he he's not a UFC fighter. But, um, yeah, Francis Ngannou was so good. No, man. He's, and he's, the best he's heavy, the best heavyweight right now. And heavyweight absolutely. for the best weight divisions. You think the best weight division or the most fun weight division? I don't think it's the best. I think it's the second or the third best because you yes. have names like Rosenstruck, Volkov. Oh, it's a great division. It's a great Ito division. Ivasa. Francis Ngannou, Stipe, Tybura, Stipe, John Jones. That's 10 fighters right there. Of that course. Phenomenal. I just think the lightweight is still the best division. Very, very much well. Very very well could be. Yeah, very that one. <laughs> I know what you're but saying. I feel like with lightweight and welterweight, it's the same thing. There's two guys and then there's everybody else. Yeah, okay. Um, number four on my list, I have Alexander the Great Volkanovski. 24 and 1 should be 23 and 2. Yeah, yeah. Uh current featherweight champion. I'm hope I'm happy we both have the same fighter at number 2. What's that? I'm happy we we have the same fighter at number 2. We don't. We don't. No. Okay. This is my number 4. Oh, this is your number 4? Yeah, you just gave me your number 4. Here's my number 4. Well, I think I know who you have at 2. Okay. My number four, like I said, Volkanovski, three title defenses. Maybe not quite as big of names, but his wins have been huge. Uh, Chad Mendez, Jose Aldo, Holloway twice, Brian Ortega in a great fight. And then the Chan Sung Jung Korean zombie fight just murdered that dude. Um, yeah, Volk, not, not much more to say about Volka. Number four on my list. All right, I still have 50 bucks. We have the same number, too. We don't. I know for a fact we don't. My number three is Israel and Sanya. Okay. Um the last the last style bender. Beat Robert Whitaker twice. Beat beat every name there is in middleweight except Jared Cantonier. Which Jared Jared Cantonier. Uh, he's not beating on Stanya. Nope. It's it's not gonna happen. Which we'll see July second. <laughs> but but what if it happens? It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Shout, like, it, shout out to Eagles Patriots. Yeah, like it's it's not it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Adesanya's so good. The only down he he only has that one because he moved up. Yep. And, and wait. 
Uh, it is what you it got is. A dash beat. You got a dash yeah. beat. I'll just sign you number three. My number three. And this is who you think is my number two. I told you I had to do it. Charles Dubronx Oliveira. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. He's my number three. How are you putting um, Dubronx under Adesanya? I'm not. I already said Adesanya is my number five. Wait a minute. <laughs> Oliveira. Did you put Volkanovski at two? I just said Volkanovski at four, Declan. You are the worst listener. Wait a minute. Oh, it's Shevchenko at two. Oliveira is number three on my list. You're strongly disliked. The 32-year-old, 33-8 and one no contest, former lightweight champ. He, he's, he was overweight. He's still the champ, though. Let's be real here. You know what I mean? Uh, two Bronx, which means from the Bronx. Um, most finishes and submissions in UFC history. He's just he's been around forever, even though he's only thirty-two. Um, and he's beat versus, everybody in lightweight that has to offer except one fighter. Which, he's literally beat everybody. Yeah, he will uh, kill. By the way, Islam uh, wins versus Jeremy Stevens, Clay Guida, great name by the way. Uh, Jim Miller. Um, oh, who's Lee? Why did I forget who Lee is? I'm an idiot. It's fine. Um, oh, Lee, Kevin Lee. Uh, no, it was a. Ke- Whatever. Uh, Tony Ferguson, Michael Chandler, Dustin Poirier, Justin Gagey. The last four fighters he's fought, like, that's 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 a murderer's row, dude. Tony Ferguson, Michael Chandler, Dustin Poirier, Justin Gagey. For sure. Like, that's wild. So, uh, that's why Oliveira's number three on my list. Who you got number two? You, Bronx? Oliveira's number two. He's the second best fighter in the UFC. Okay. He's bet everybody that the lightweight has to offer, except for one person. I... I Honestly, after that Gaethje fight, I don't know if he's going to lose to Makachev. You know how much I said Makachev's the best fighter in the lightweight division. I don't know now. Yeah. I really don't. I think Dubronx is, and I think Islam's number two. Dubronx has everybody that lightweight has to offer except one fighter. I'll keep saying it. Be Poirier. And there haven't been any close fights. I know Chandler almost knocked him out. But, like, none of the fights are close. I know. And listen, Char- Charles can throw no. and he can submit. Like it's crazy. If him and Chandler fight ten times, I think Oliveira wins ten. Uh, I I think Chandler would win one or two of them. I really do. But I know what you're saying. Um, you know, he beat McGregor like it's nothing. Yep. He's just he's so good. He's so good. I still think Mokja is the best in the division, but it definitely makes me question myself a lot more. Do Bronx sure. no. Number two, Declan already spoiled it. Valentina, Bullet, Shevchenko. 22 and three, in my opinion, the most dominant fighter in women's UFC right now. Uh, Nunez, close second, obviously, but um, I think that just speaks to how good not just the men, but the women are as well in, uh, in the UFC. There's just some phenomenal fighters in the UFC right now. Um, great, great fights going on all the time. Uh, she's the current flyweight champ, Bullet, Shevchenko. Has now defended her title six times, about to next week defend for the seventh time, in my opinion. Wins versus the likes of Holly Holm, Julia Pena, uh, Joanna, ja- Jer- yeah, Joanna, <laughs> <laughs> something check, um, Jessica I, uh, Jessica Maya, Jessica Andrade, she's beaten all the Jessicas, and Lauren Murphy now. So there's no stopping Valentina, in my opinion. And the only fight that I want to see is Shevchenko Nunes part three. That's literally, that's, that's it. That's it. Like you have to make it happen. 
Mm-hmm. If she beat, here's my thing. If Nunez beats Pena, well, actually, you know what? Call me crazy. If Nunez beats Pena, that's where I think Shevchenko Nunez happens because at that point, it's like, who else is there for Nunez to fight? Yeah. I almost want to down a win because then it's like, dude, you got to fight Valentina. You got to do it. Because I think doing it. You're telling me yeah. Valentina wouldn't want to fight Nunez? She's lost to her twice. You know how hungry she is to be like, no, 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 I'm better than she is, and I'm going to prove it this time. Because that second time they fought, it was it was a split decision, and also Tampa Bay just won. Uh, they they came back to beat the Rangers to go uh, go down two one, uh, scored a goal with less than a minute left to win. Shout out Lightning, screw the Rangers, screw New York. Um, still bitter a little bit about Rangers and Canes, if you haven't noticed. Um, so we'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, Valentina, she, it's it's her versus Nunez. She wants to fight. I think Nunez is just trying to fight whoever she can right now, and. I think she'll beat Pena second time they fight, which I think would mean there's going to be a third fight, a trilogy fight with her and Pena. And after that, I think you have to make Valentina the fight. I think it's going to happen at some point. I really do. I don't think it will. I'm just, I think I'm just an optimist, but I think it'll happen. I hope it happens. Oh my God. I would love that. That, That's a main event fight. That's not even a co-main. That's a main event. Um, We can talk about our number one together. Yeah, it's it's a Nigerian nightmare. Awesome yeah. nickname, Kamara Usman. Everybody my number, my number one on two lists. Uh, you know, best in the UFC right now and most hated. I love that man. I don't hate him at all. So much. I know you do, buddy. He's twenty and one. He lost in a second professional fight, not in the UFC. He's undefeated in the UFC, and since he lost that fight, he is nineteen and zero. Nineteen straight wins. Um, he's defended the belt five times. Um. I'm just going to name names, Declan, of who he's beaten. I know you know, but Leon Edwards, Sean Strickland, Damian Maya, Rafael Dos Anjos, Tyron Woodley, Colby Covington twice, Jorge Masvidal twice, and Gilbert Burns. He's beaten everybody. I think if he, him and Leon fight again, I think it's a different fight. Yeah, that was early on in their career. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. But I still think he wins. But I think, I think, I think Leon Rocky Edwards is probably, other than Colby, fight to make. Sure. I don't think Cannoneer stands a chance. Except that's Adesanya and I'm a goofball. I always get those two divisions mixed up for some reason. Just because they're so close. We can also entertain Nate Diaz. What's that? We can always entertain uh, Usman versus Nate Diaz. That's that's nothing but a money fight. I mean, if Kamara wants to make some money and just, you know, throw a, throw on a punching bag for five rounds, sure. Um... There's no chance. Um, by the way, what you eating? Is it any good, bro? It's delicious. What do you? I can Sorry. hear the spoon in the I, background. I hate to make noise. My my mom came up here and brought me dinner. So no, it's okay. I I'm very jealous because we have ribs for dinner, like southern ribs. Oh really? Baked potatoes. I'm gonna smack it when I get done here. Oh, I'm gonna make that my bitch. I said that. All right, but anyways, if Usman <laughs> and uh, Leon and Colby, how about they just have a triple threat match? John Cena is the ref. (laughs) WWE style triple threat octagon match. It's got to be a TLC match, right? Tables, lot of chairs. Yeah. John Cena would find a way to win that fight. Yeah. (laughs) He's not even in the fight. He'd win. Well, nobody'd be able to see him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was really good. 
Uther's number one. We get it, guys. He's so good. It's not. Yeah, so it's. Funny. We both even said it was like, all right, so who's two through ten? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, come on, Usman. You can see him. You can't see Cena. Absolutely. Cena's, Cena's not on our list because you can't see him. Absolutely. Oh, my God. This is stupid. All right. Um, this has been a fun podcast, actually. Big really Bob's movie the show going. Ah, uh, it's phenomenal, man. Uh, other than the fact I can't pull a damn diamond to save my life recently. Also, uh, RIP, Trey Turner and Goldschmidt, they're uh, yeah, something something that uh, MLB The Show does is pretty neat. When players have very significant things happen, so like, for example, if Paul Goldschmidt of the Cardinals and Trey Turner of the Dodgers, they get what's called supercharged. So they're very good players as is. They get boosted very, very high. And for a certain amount of time. And with them, it was as long as their hit streak is continuing, they will be boosted to, you know, 97, 98, 99. And unfortunately, last night, they both lost their hit streaks. So Goldschmidt is no longer boosted. Trey Turner's got a couple hours left. And Jacobs also was lucky enough (laughs) to have a 70 overall. um, I think Lane Thomas is his name. I yep. actually don't fully. I know Thomas Lane. Um, of the Nash, the Washington Nationals. Homie hit three home runs the other night, and never heard of him before. But I just happened to have him. Uh, had collected him at some point, so well, he's supercharged to a ninety-five, and he's hitting number four for me right now. Why not? Um, until tonight, yeah, he'll be gone tomorrow. He'll be seventy overall. He won't sniff the field after today. <laughs> won't even sniff my bench, dude. <laughs> He'll be he'll be sniffing the equipment room, bro. Yeah, he'll be he'll be banging the trash cans for the Astros. You know it. So he is. The, they're banging him because he's <laughs> he is the trash can that you know. LLB, in the World Series, our future of the franchise program has come out. I'm sitting at around 130 stubs, right? 130 thousand stubs right now. And um, I told Jacobs I'm going for Trout. Declan uh, is saving. All of his subs for Mike Trout, probably the best player in the game. I mean, obviously there's like better cards, but like Mike Trout. If you if you guys just wanna just think about this, ninety five live series Mike Trout, he's the best card in the game, and it's not even close. And live series is the current MLB players. Yes, uh, if you play better uh, in the next update, your card will go up and your card will go down. So, for example, CJ Crone was gold at the beginning of the season. Now he's a diamond since he has played so well. Paul Goldschmidt was also a gold. He is now a diamond because he has played so well. Um, Jose Ramirez is now, uh, I want to say, a 93. Judges a 94 because they have played so well. Manny Machado, same way. Yeah, Manny Machado, same exact way. So just to envision it, uh, 10,000 stubs is $10. I have 135,000 stubs. Mike Trout goes for 400. It's stupid, dude. Like, that's, that's, that's 400 bucks. I think the next closest player is what Acuna at like two thirty five. Yeah, which that's like not that. Acuna and Tatis. So we're just gonna be saving up for that. Um, these new future of the franchise ninety five overall players that you get. Hopefully, we're gonna. I wonder if ninety five Bryson Scott or Bryson Scott Bryson Scott goes um supercharged since that walk off. I don't think I will. I think the. Well, Adley's like 91 did for having his MLB debut. That's a little different, though. I feel like – I think Bryson Stott, they might – maybe they'll supercharge his um, 
Well, yeah, because you don't want two like great pricing stock cards going around. That's probably why they did it. Sure. I was gonna say, in my opinion, it'd be live series. But if you already have a ninety-five pricing stock, you may as well supercharge that. But what? How much is there to supercharge? He's already ninety-five. What are that you power. Power is like seventy, eighty. It's not super good. Okay, so maybe make him a ninety-seven. You don't want to make him a ninety-nine. Like, screw it. Whatever. He had a walk-off home run. He could do no wrong in my book. That's cool to see. He's really bouncing back since he, you know, since they uh, they designated him. Since he's been brought back up, he's been very good. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. He he's the, he's the future of the team. I, I love the young the youngins of the uh, Philadelphia Phillies, excluding Roman Quinn, who isn't. Well, he's I, not on the Phillies, so it's okay. Yeah. He's, he's on the Philadelphia Phillies no more. Alec uh, Boom, he's slumping hard right now, though. Boom, Matan, Moniac, Stott. Awesome. Yeah. Ranger Suarez. Yeah, Ranger Suarez. Yeah, no, I feel you, bro. Granola's still young. Sir Anthony. Yeah, no. I think this team has a good future. It's a likable team, dude. Of course, they're a really likable team. I know we're we're biased for Philly. In an unlikable place, though. What in the NL East or just Philly? Yeah, nobody likes Philly. No, yeah. Hey, like Jason Kelsey said, we're from Philly, fucking Philly. No one likes us. We don't care. Yeah, it is what it is. God, take me back to. I'm not even an Eagles fan. Take me back to that parade, dude. Oh my god, <laughs> that day was so fun. Oh my god! But so yeah, what, so... another, what another offer on the day? What's that? Schwarber, another offer. Alec Boom's not playing well lately either. It is what it is. You know what I mean? What are you going to do? I get it, yeah. Um, So, you know, um, Tampa, like I said, real quick, they won 2-1 to today. Oh, that's right. USA Uruguay is playing right now. Nothing, nothing. Um, But, yeah, just a friendly. Oh my God, Bryce! That's awesome, dude. Bryson Stott. I just let's go, Phils, bro. Sorry. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Tampa beating the Rangers today to uh, climb back. They were down. They were actually down two nothing in that game early, and uh, showed a lot of heart. I mean, they they won two in a row for a reason. The cups. And uh, to win today, three to two, get that series back to two to one. Game four, a couple of nights from now. Have a Colorado though, dude. The Avalanche. Yeah. Brad, Everything Edmonton's done, and I know they went seven against the Kings in a, a series that probably shouldn't have went seven. They and they probably should have lost that series. We're being real here. Yeah, Connor McDavid, dude, Leon Draisaitl, Evander Kane, Colorado finds a way to win last night. I, I just they won eight to six in game one. Like they can beat you three one two one. They can be eight to six. I. Absolutely. I don't. I don't see them. I. 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 I had questions about them coming in because I've seen them lose so many times, and you know, Florida did the same thing this year, getting swept yeah. by Tampa. I. I don't. I don't. I don't see Colorado losing. I, I think they're going to win the cup. I will say that right now. I yeah. think. I think they're going to win the Stanley Cup this year. Even if the Rangers get there. Yes, I. I think the Rangers are a tougher task. Uh, let's be real here, though. Colorado against Tampa. Or Colorado against the Rangers, it's it's hockey heaven. It's and it's TV rated heaven for it's, ESPN. How crazy would it be if Tampa were to three peat? That'd be incredible. That'd be so so cool. And especially because you know I know a lot of you guys don't know hockey like that, but they've lost some players after last year. And Braden Point, probably their best player. You know him and Steven Stamkos. 
Point got injured in that first round series against Tampa, and I want to take in game seven against Toronto, I should say. And uh, didn't play at all against Florida. They swept the Panthers. And they lost the first two in Madison Square Garden against the Rangers. Come back and win today. I I don't know what to say, what else to say about Tampa. They've won 10 series in a row, like 10 playoff series in a row. They've won two that's, cups in a row, and they've won their first two this year. That's, that's, that's unheard of, dude. Like, that's like the New England Patriots in their run back in like the 2000s for Brady. You know, Brewski and Lawyer Malloy, all those, you know, Rodney Harrison, Vrabel, all those. Mm-hmm. Would you call it a dynasty? Tampa? Oh, my God, you have to. If they went three? Dynasty now. Went in two in a row. And the year before that, they lost in the first round to Columbus. They just got swept. They were the best team, one of the best teams in NHL history in the regular season. And, like, yeah, they got swept. So, it's like, you know, what are you going to do? But, you know, to call them, you can't really necessarily call them one of the best teams of all time. It's one of the best regular season teams. Uh-huh. But they've been in the conference finals, I want to say, six out of eight years now. And now three in a row. Like, I, I just don't – there's no way this is not considered a dynasty by Tampa. And no matter what happens, uh, you know, even if they don't win this series against the Rangers, I will say I do think if the Rangers win this series, they're going to beat Colorado in the cup. So I guess I take take back what I said about Colorado. But Colorado is the best team in the league, and it's not close. Mm-hmm. But the Rangers' power play, all they do is score. Again, Mika Zibinaj had another power play goal today. By the great name, Mika Zibinaj. Um, he's so good. He's incredible. Dude, Chris Kreider, Adam Fox. We talked about him on the pod last week. I did, you know, uh, some of the best, one of the best young players in all of sports. Um, Alexi Lafreniere, young guy, number one, number one, number one pick. Talent. Yeah. I love that. You know that, by the way, that's awesome. Um, you know, uh, Sheetle scored a, a few goals. For Adam, them. Adam Panarin. Uh, Artemi Panarin. Yeah. Bread man. Uh, I obviously best goalie in the, the league this year, Igor Shesterkin. Um, there's uh, there's players. Uh, Frank Vitrano, they they made a trade for at one point. Uh, Andrew Cop, like everybody on that team is so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Keandre Miller, like Ryan Reeves, like they they have everything. They have toughness. They're fast. They can score. They can win one nothing. It's yeah. I I love hockey. If you couldn't tell, I know we don't talk about it as much, but you know, the short time I've talked about it too. Um, he's never been to an NHL game. We're going to try to change that next year in Philly, hopefully. Um, it, hockey, playoff, there's nothing like playoff hockey, in my opinion. Um, it's And getting to go to my first playoff game, too, and with my brother, obviously, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's nothing like playoff hockey. Best environment I was ever at. Even the Sixers playoff game against the Nets that I went to was in Ellie. Mm-hmm. Playoff hockey is another level, dude. Like, it's just... It's so exciting. So, fun fact, I also won a uh, Carolina Hurricanes Twitter giveaway from uh, their PA announcer, Wade Minter. Nice. Um, nice, uh, nice Hurricanes uh, logo magnet for my mini fridge, my room. <laughs> One of 13 winners. So For sure, dope. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I see Colorado-Tampa. Colorado winning the cup. I think Tampa comes back and wins the series. But, yeah, the Rangers, man. They're down 3-1, aren't they? No, they just even uh, – it's 2-1 to one now, like I said. Colorado is up 3-0. Rangers are up 2-1. Okay. Yeah, game four starts tomorrow. So, um, yeah, man, that's great. Uh, what do you think? Uh, you think it's time for uh, for everybody's favorite closing segment? 
Absolutely. Let's do it. On this day in sports history with Jacobs. Uh, oh, Vander Kane actually suspended tomorrow night for the Oilers. That's not good. Um, on this day in 1948, June 5th, Phillies Richie Ashburn, Ashburn Alley, fun fact, sets the NL rookie record for consecutive hitting streak at 23 games. That's very impressive. Wow. 1955, New York Yankee Mickey Mantle hit a 550-foot home run off of Chicago's Billy Pierce. Holy shit. Yeah, that's that's, that's a perfect, perfect. That is a perfect, perfect. <laughs> okay, sorry. Logan tried to call me. I did F you about him. <laughs> so I'm not editing that out either. Logan, this is your mention of the pod. Sorry. We always mention you at least once. <laughs> Sorry to F you button your call. I'll call you in a minute. Uh, in 2005, fun fact, uh, also in today, uh, today, Rafael Nadal won the French Open. Um, shout out to Rafa. He won his first French Open on this day in 2005. Um, so that's pretty neat. 17 years later, uh, still winning French Opens. That's incredible to me. Um, I believe he won it. Yes, 2011. Oh, I got one. What do you got? Um, on this day, about 45 minutes ago, Phillies came back from a 6-2 uh, deficit to win the game. And Nine, a 5-0 deficit, baby. Yes, sir. And Evan left. Let's go on fight. The, on this day in 2022, Evan made a terrible decision. Yeah, that, that's awful. And he's the reason the Phillies won, so thank you for leaving. Um, everything happens for a reason. I'm going to say that now. Uh, 2011, Rafael Nadal also wins the French Open. Beat Roger Federal. Federal. Oh my God. Federer. Um, 2016. I always forget that the French Open happens at the same time of the year. Um, goofball no- Novak Djokovic beats Andy Murray to win. Ah, don't take my visa. <laughs> I don't want to get back. Don't take my visa. <laughs> um, 2018. Uh, American boxer Floyd Mayweather Jr. named 2017 top earning sports person by Forbes with get this in one year. $285 million. Not, nothing compared to LeBron. Well, I mean, LeBron's a billionaire, but he didn't make 285 in one year, I don't think. No, probably not. No, I mean, happy birthday to America's sweetheart, everyone's favorite happy ending lover. New England, <laughs> I said that. New England Patriots Brooke owner Mac Robert, and Robert, Robert Bob McEntee. Bobby Mack, Robert Kraft. <laughs> so stupid. Um, happy birthday, New England Patriots owner, Robert Kraft. Um, how about this one? This one uh, for you NBA old name lovers. Uh, Zydrunas Ogalskis, Big Z. Oh, my God. Happy birthday, Big Z. Ugly, ugly boy. Oh, ugly bull. Um, happy birthday to Marcus Colston. Former New Orleans Saints wide receiver went to actually born in Harrisburg, PA. Went to Hofstra. Fun fact. And uh, that's about all I got. Shorts. All right. That was a fun pod. I enjoyed that one. Of course. I always enjoy it, but that was a good one. Good list. Good discussions. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna go uh, go smack on some ribs and then do some lucky. Yeah, I'm going to play the show. Oh, another head start on me. Try to get but, 200K. Uh, what's that? Try to get 200K subs by tonight. Try it out, brother. 
Anything else? Any closing thoughts for you to shorts? Nah. No. Cool. All right, man. Well, guys, as always, thank you so much with all of our hearts. We want to thank you for listening. Deuces. Oh, sorry. My bad. <laughs> uh, I'm not editing that. There's a lot of not editing stuff today. Um, listen to us on Instagram, Twitter. Listen to, oh, my God. Follow us. You messed me up. On Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. Uh, keep checking us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Go ahead and rate the the, uh, the episodes, the podcast, if you don't mind. Maybe leave a review. Tell us what you think. Kind words only. Uh, we like UFC. We're not afraid to try out moves on you if you don't give us good ratings. Um, I don't mean that. I'm just going to say that. I don't know about you, Detroit. I'm, I'm ready to try out some octagon moves. Yeah, it's cool with me. I'll give you a spinning back elbow and try not to break my elbow. So you yeah, all right. <laughs> Dude, you're just spinning back up. Let me just fall on your face. I didn't say you. Oh. You goof. Oh, my gosh. I probably will fall on my face, though. It's all right. But uh, Dawn would be happy. Dawn would beat my ass if I tried that. I don't think she would. I do. <laughs> but, uh, no, Barbara kicked my ass. My mom, let's be real here. She'd be like, what did you do? <laughs> don't touch him. Um, but, no, so. Yeah, check us out, guys. Um, so, I guess uh, that pretty much wraps it up. For the shorts, this is Jacobs. Have a great week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I already said it. I'm not saying it again. Deuces! Side pie, got the whole crowd jumping. Jacobs in the shorts, got the podcast bumping. Best sports talk, baby, can't tell me nothing. Pick up with the best in the game on the mic. Nothing but respect, but you know we gotta fight. Hot takes, know we bring the heat like a blitz, though. Strong will, keeping it a hundred like a pitch, though. Woo! Gotta bring the passion. Brothers don't miss, Steph Clay, they splashing. All the talk shows, North South, your favorites. You ain't gonna wanna skip like Bayless. <laughs> Coming to you live and CPA, the two boys with the smarts, no GPA. So tune in, listen up, cause there's more to know. It's North South, turn it up and enjoy the show.